Andrea. This is the morning sports desk on a Tuesday. A state tournament Tuesday, Corey. How good is this? State baseball. We talked about it yesterday. Three Park Region Conference teams are in the state tournament. Wadena Deer Creek in two-way. Bertha Hewitt Verndale and New York Mills are in single-A. Uh, how excited are you? I love state baseball. I love state baseball. It's it's uh it's awesome. It's just, um it's going to be hot. But there is um you know there's something about I don't know man it's baseball and it's summer and it's like it's good baseball and and like everybody kind of under like there's the there's a bit of weight to I mean it's the state tournaments. There's weight to these games. Right. Everybody understands that people who might not have really got to watch these teams all year, like they're in the state tournament. I think I'm gonna go down on a on a Tuesday afternoon, a Tuesday night, and I think I'm gonna go watch some good high school baseball. You know what's funny is um is obviously you make a state tournament and it's it's because you're a good baseball team. Yeah. But it is What's so neat, I love this about every state tournament, it doesn't matter the sport, is you get there and it finally, it finally makes sense why they're there and maybe, you know, another team isn't. Cause you watch them and you're like, they just make every play. Yeah. Like, one through nine, they're aggressive one through nine, uh, offensively. Defensively, if the ball touches their glove, they just make the play. Like, like the team that wins the state tournament is going to be the team that inevitably commits the fewest errors. Yeah. It just is how it is. Like, you have to catch and throw it. And, and the teams that do that, um, the best win. There are things like they understand defensively when to force the issue and when to not force the issue. Like a runner on first and a ground ball. Get the out at second. The second baseman will not force a throw to first if they don't like, ah, ah, like there's no point in even throwing this because that guy was a lefty and he got down the baseline in a hurry. Like they just make better decisions than everyone else. You see it at every state tournament, right? You go to the basketball state tournaments and it's the same thing. Like they don't, they make the extra pass. They don't force anything down low. They don't throw passes at the post player's feet. They don't, you know, all like yeah. all those sorts of like, like small incremental, um, they add up quick if you, if you start to compound those little mistakes and all of a sudden you're just, you're just toast, you know? Well, and they compound so much faster because these are all good teams now. They make you pay for mistakes. Totally. In any tournament, if you commit an error and allow a team to get, instead of, you know, the out of, the third out of an inning, you let, you know, a runner get on base and then the next guy comes up and rips one into the gap and score. And then now that guy scores. Right. Like the teams make you pay for that. So yeah, like that, that's, or if you like run yourself out on the base paths, like the teams make you pay and not just like a, you get thrown out at the plate on an aggressive send, like a, you know, you get picked off first. Happens. You, yeah. You know, like you don't get, get picked off first, but it happens. Yeah. Right. Uh, runner on first, the team wants to sacrifice bunt that runner over to second base. Get the out at first. You know, those sorts mm -hmm. of things. It, it happens 
probably six times a tournament where like that bunt came back to me quickly um and then and then the throw to second base ends up out in center field you know it's it's and not that that's not the right play sometimes as a matter of fact it often is the a good play to make but um you just don't see these really great teams now because we're at the state tournament force the issue yeah um which i it, it's just really fun it's typically speaking very clean baseball good baseball um, it's going to be, it's going to be funny today in all likelihood. These, these games all around the state are going to be very low scoring because now we're talking about state tournament teams with aces who are good, good who aces. now had like five days to rest their shoulders. In all likelihood, we're going to see some low scoring games. These are going to be competitive games. And then it's funny because it's the state tournament. We will immediately start to see tomorrow. And especially when you get into that um, third place game and fifth place game, <laughs> there get to be some runs scored in the state tournament because, well, you find out how quickly, how deep everyone is too, especially yeah. on the pitcher's mound. It's it's so it's so fun. If you've never been to a state tournament and like to watch good baseball, I can't recommend it enough. Get over there. Get over to Dick Putts Field, the Joe Faber Field. There's two games going on today. Corey, what time is Wadena Deer Creek? Well, should mention too in the three A tournament, Alexandria from the region is playing. They play at twelve thirty. Um, I believe is the, I believe that's in Jordan. They put the three A tournament down in Jordan, moved the Class A tournament up to St. Cloud. Wadena Deer Creek plays in the two A tournament, Dick Putts Field uh, this afternoon. Twelve fifteen pregame, twelve thirty first pitch. Wolverines a four seed. They take on the five seed Rochester Lourdes. In the Class A tournament, New York Mills gets the three seed. They take on Bertha Hewitt Verndale uh, tonight, 545 pregame, 6 o'clock first pitch. If I didn't say this, I should clarify. Wadena Deer Creek will play on KWAD. That's AM 920 and FM 101.7. While the Eagles and Raiders play on the Superstation, that's 105.9 FM. All right. It's a busy, busy day of baseball today down in St. Cloud. It's a beautiful facility down there. Uh, it's, I mean, it's exciting. So, uh, I, I was mentioning on the earlier, you know, uh, we, and we talked about this yesterday. It's thinks that two park region conference teams drew each other because, yeah. I and mean, we'd like to see them both win. So correct. And like, if they run into each other after the first round, it happens, but just thinks that they're in the first round together, but it's going to be a great atmosphere. Uh, two teams that I think with this, I mean, Wadena Deer Creek, they're playing Rochester Lords and, and, yeah, I, I believe they've never played them. I don't know if there's ever a matchup between Wadena Deer Creek and Rochester Lords, and that's the fun part of the state tournament. Correct. Is getting to play these teams from around the state. You never heard of them, and now they get to hear about you, and the, you get to make an impression on them, and you get to do whatever. And uh, there's a diff, and that's that's an exciting part of it. But I'll play devil's advocate and 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 say that there is an exciting part to this. Bertha Hewitt, Verndale, New York Mills, from the matchup of yeah, I know that like the teams probably don't want to draw each other the first round, but these are two teams that have played each other since they were 10 years old. Right. Or younger even. Like that like maybe 8 or 9 years old you start playing each other in summer rec ball and then you move up into Babe Ruth and then you go up into Legion and sometimes even Town Ball if you you know you play in high school. I mean, these are all these guys have seen a lot of each other and both towns have seen a lot of each other over the years. And it's just, it's like, there's a rivalry. There's a bit, you know, it's interconference. 
it's going to be a good, like the teams know each other. The teams are going to know what each other's expecting. So it's going to be interesting to see kind of how that plays into coaching and how that plays just, I mean, into how the game is overall. It's going to be a great atmosphere because both fan bases will travel well. Yeah. And then you add on the conference rivalry. You know, it's going to be great fan bases no matter the matchup. But then you add the conference rivalry into it. And, you know, I think, I think things have the potential to be a little more intense in that one than they, than they do in some other games because uh, when you show up, fans and players alike are going to be able to settle into this matchup looks familiar. The thing, the thing that, you know, we talked about it yesterday a little bit, but to add on to that, the thing that bums me out is, is, you want it to feel like state tournament baseball. Yeah. And it's going to. Like, there's, the, all of that's going to exist. You're going to get into Joe Faber Field, which is beautiful. And, and you're going to look around and you're going to see fans there and there's just going to be a, a, a wonderful atmosphere. It's an actual, like, stadium atmosphere. Like, the bleachers are yes. up. You feel like you're actually down in a ball field and everybody's up looking at you. That part's really, really great. But one of the things that's awesome about state baseball is that it, sh- it like you f- you feel it. You feel that it's state baseball, and um, I don't know. I just it's fine. I I don't I don't hate that they're playing each other. No. I'm just bummed out that they get to that they like don't get to that they get to play each other in the quarterfinals. Yeah, like if it like, and probably selfishly, like you said, I would really like to see both teams have a chance to win. And now I can tell you that one of our teams is going to lose and play in a consolation game. This is very selfish outlook, probably is what <laughs> this is. One of our teams is going to lose and have to play in consolation, and I think they both might be better than consolation baseball. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And the and the interesting part is always the fact of you're playing teams you don't normally play before. I have no idea how good. Actually, Rochester Lords is and Wadena Deer Creek. I mean, like, right. you, they don't actually know because you've never seen them. It's the and best, th- and that's the thing is, I sometimes when you go on these runs, it's because these teams haven't always seen you, so you get to kind of play that element of, hey, you know, uh, you know, this team might be better than this team, but in a one game winner take all essentially kind of feel. I mean, it's anybody's game. Both teams are good enough now. They've gotten to this point in the state tournament. And that's the thing. Like, there will be no familiar matchup for Wadena Deer Creek. So it'll be really interesting, you know, if they're able to win today against Rochester Lords to get into that next game. And it's like, again, it's toss ups. You don't know who's going to win. And that's what makes the state tournament fun. First time for Bertha Hewitt Verndale as a co op. Yes. Third year in a row for New York Mills. Um, I should say third season in a row because, of course, the 2020 thing didn't happen. Second season in a row for Wadena Deer Creek. It's going to be fun. CJ, we've got um, three minutes. Okay. We've got a little less than three minutes. So it's time for uh, Twins Tuesday? Oh, it's Tuesday today. It is Twins Tuesday. All right. Let's. Oh, yeah. I'm skipping the number thing today. That's fine. Today is today is busy. Let's just do twins appreciation. Ha, twins, it's the uh, as Corey Provis mentioned earlier in our twins rap. It's the ABC lineup appreciation episode. And we spent a little time yesterday talking about the A of the ABCs, Luis Arise, All right. and I how good he is. It. He leads the majors, by the way, in batting. 
He's just been, also an on base percentage. By he, the way, he's and yeah, and like every offensive. I mean, outside of home runs, like most offensive statistical categories, he's number one or number two. When, when in the entire league, he's it's just been a treat in to the movie watch him. Moneyball when Billy Bean. The general manager of the Oakland A's says, like, I don't care what this guy does. He just gets on base. That yes. provides enough value to our team yes. than you think. And that's Luis Arise. He just gets on base every single time. He's, he's awesome. He is like, like what most people at the younger levels and the youngest levels of baseball try to teach. It's that. Like, yeah. Like people try to teach Luis Arise that, like, be, be patient, be aggressive in the zone, put the ball in play, know where to base, put the ball, know where, like all of those things. Hitting 430 foot moonshots is a thing that hopefully develops later for some people, but nobody teaches that at the youngest level. No. Maybe they should, I don't know. But they teach how to be Luis Arise. So it's really fun to watch that. Um, just like. Just elementary baseball. Luis, he's just really, a really, really fun to watch. Luis Rice is awesome. The B, Byron Buxton of the Your ABC American lineup. League Player of the Week, by the way. American League Player of the Week. Turns out the dude's awesome. I wish he would play more. But whatever. I saw an unbelievable stat about him. Yeah. He has hit, I believe the number is 44. He has hit 44 home runs since the last time he grounded into a double play. Yeah. <laughs> is that good? <laughs> How stupid is that? Uh, I think, like, if you stretch out his last, like, 162 games, so, like, if he were to play, like, a full season, I think, what's the number? He'd hit, like, 45 home runs as well. Like, yeah. it's some incredibly high number. By the way, hit another home run last night. Two-run home run in the first inning. Just a, a shot to straight left, uh, right center field. Uh So, I mean, and then he also scored the third run as well. Byron Buxton is impactful to the team. And you mentioned, like, you want him to play more, but also, like, he hasn't had a major trip to the IL yet this year, profusely knocking on wood. Yeah, but he's also only played in, like, two-thirds of the year. My point is, in the Twins Appreciation Post Tuesday, just, I can't believe he's so special. Like, he's totally unique, and I'm glad we get to watch him. And I'm glad we get to watch Carlos Correa. I'll let you talk about him, because i got to go. Carlos Correa, he's awesome. He plays shortstop. His defensive ability is great. And by the way, he like he does, he does hasn't put up flashy numbers like maybe some people thought, or if you hadn't really known who Carlos Correa was, and you, all you heard is he was a big-time free agent. He hasn't really put up the flashy numbers this season, but his defense is great. Awesome. His defense is flashy. With the bat, he... Again, he's that kind of Luis Arise in a sense of the dude works the count, the dude knows how to get walks, he knows where to put the ball. He also has the ability to plunk one into the upper deck. But I, th- I mean, he's definitely hasn't had a loud season. But you know what? He's been quietly productive, and I think I'll take that with Carlos Correa. There's your ABC lineup appreciation. Arise, you have Buxton. You have Correa, and you have a first-place Minnesota Twins ball club that's looking to win in Seattle tonight, 8.30 pregame, 9.10 first pitch out on the West Coast. All right, this has been the Morning Sports Desk for Tuesday, the 14th of June. Happy Flag Day. When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else. By donating plasma at a Griffel Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week, so patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. 
and you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.